Hey y'all, welcome to another episode of Rants and Revelations. I'm your host, Dana, aka it's Dana B. And I'm Michelle at Modernly Michelle. And y'all, let me tell you how the devil tried to stop us. Mm-mm-mm. <laughs> so we had already recorded this episode. It was so good. It was straight off the dome. We were flowing. I was so excited for us to release it. But technology, aka the devil, tried to hold me back. Okay, I was trying to clear out some space on my laptop and I accidentally cleared it out. So, is it the devil? Is it me? I don't know, but we're going with the devil right now. <laughs> we need someone else to blame. Yeah, it was Michelle. Am I capping or was it like actually good? Oh my gosh, no, it was one of our best. I feel like it was just yeah. so free, like you said, like off the dome, real, like. Ooh. Yep. Yep. Ooh. And now it's lost somewhere in the cyberwebs. Interwebs, I think that's what they say. Interwebs. I'm not hip. <laughs> <laughs> but anywho, we'll go ahead and dive right in. As you can tell from the title of this episode, we really want to talk about men profiting off of giving single women or just women in general, because it's like if you're in a relationship or whatever, but men profiting off of giving women relationship advice. Oh my gosh, yeah. It's, it's a whole thing, especially on the internet. Especially, especially people just creating whole platforms off of it. And while there is an audience, right, there are obviously a lot of women who tune in and who are very interested to hear what certain men have to say about relationships you know um navigating relation relationships relationships relationships, just Mm -hmm. basically uh there is it's very important for us to also keep in mind that these same people unfortunately who have made their platform all about teaching you how to get keep find whatever man could also be sliding on their woman so sliding okay sliding and i'm just like And here's my thing. Let me preface by saying this. I don't think there's anything wrong with giving relationship advice. Like you said, there's obviously an audience for it. My problem is there are so many men. I could think of three off the top of my head and I'm, oh, no, there's a fourth one. And I'm sure like if I didn't, if I sat down for a minute, I could think of more Mm -hmm. who thrive off of giving women advice. And I'm like, you need to be giving your brethren that same advice. You're telling women they need to dress this way, focus on yourself, spend time with self-care. If, you know, if he goes to, you need to leave. Oh, why don't you teach your brethren how to do that self-care, how to go get their degree, how to increase their income, how to focus on self-care so they in turn can be better partners. That's what bothers me. No one is giving these men advice, but you're quick to tell a woman what to do. So here's what I think. I think when it comes to niches or niches, whichever way you say it, that are targeted towards women, it's instantly more, it's it's instantly bigger, right? Mm. I feel like when it, especially when it comes to relationships and things, there's typically women, I feel like we just consume more and we are vocal about what we consume. We we're out there, right? Opposed to men, yeah, they may watch your video, but they may not follow you, right? Because they don't want to seem like they're like tuned in to like what this guy got to say. Uh. I'm a big macho man, 
I got it. I know what I'm doing. Low key, they in the bathroom on the toilet watching you talk about X, Y, and Z, you know? So I feel like- Not big macho, man. <laughs> so I feel like us as women, like we're just more, more open, more receptive to advice and just tons of different types of content. But with men, it's a little bit more, you know, like hush, hush. So it's easier to market to us. It's easier to get the attention of women to tune in because that's just, I just feel like it's a part of, I don't want to say us, but do you know what I mean? I know exactly what you mean, but I'm side eyeing the men. Because all I got from that is they need to do their part and be open and honest about the areas they need help with, the areas they struggle in. Like, um, I was talking to this guy randomly and he was just, well, how do we get on the subject? Oh, I think we were talking about my podcast because he found out that I have a podcast and he was like, yeah, you know, like I really love therapy for black girls, but I don't keep it on my phone because I don't want my boys to know. And we laughed about it, but I really was like, no, you need to be like proud about that. There's Mm -hmm. nothing wrong with you listening to that podcast. There's nothing wrong with black men or men in general going to therapy. The problem is y'all don't deal with nothing and laugh everything off. That's the problem. That's the problem. (laughs) And I think it just goes so much deeper than that, though. Like, think about certain upbringings, what's engraved in them. You know, like, a lot of boys are taught at a very young age to man up. Like, they're, like, two years old, and you're already, like, man up. You know? They're taught to man up. They're taught to act a certain way. They're taught these performative roles. Come on, performative roles? I'm in my bag. In your bag. Let me dig deeper in my bag. (laughs) You mess up the flow. (laughs) My bag. bag. Go ahead. I'm proud. (laughs) I'm playing. (laughs) Um, But oh my gosh, you're so annoying. Performative roles. Got it. Right. So they're taught these performative roles, and it's something that follows them throughout childhood, throughout adulthood, where they don't know how to deal with certain things because they weren't taught to deal with it. And like you said, you do have to do the work, right? Men, women, everyone, we have to do the work. If we see that there's an area that we're lacking in and we do need to find help, advice, whatever it may be, you know, like you, it's, it's for the best. But sometimes I feel like it's easier to say it because some people just aren't as receptive to being vocal or even finding that help just in general, even, even if it's in secret, it's still like, yo, like, Bro, I don't need therapy. Like what? Mm-hmm. You're admitting you know? a, a shortcoming. It, exactly. Wow. So you, I'm like, but I'm, I'm trying to think, and this isn't supposed to be a, an episode on men and how they can do better. But since we're here, I'm just thinking you would rather cover all of that up, act like you're okay, and then take it out on your partner when you are in a relationship. Because eventually it has to come out. Right. So now you don't know how to communicate. You have a temper. You're super jealous. You you know, you have like all these things you never dealt with and you're projecting them onto your partner because you wanted to hide it and feel like I got this or clearly you don't. Oh my gosh. So let me tell you. So I finished, I basically already finished. Well, no, I did finish my book for the month. Did I start this at the end of March though? It's a novel girl. I could fly through novels. Me too. I have been trained for this. (laughs) Since my younger years. Listen, okay, three days. I could read a novel like nobody's business. It's the self-help books. It's really hard to get into. Yeah, it kind of And I feel like I may have said this before, but they take 300 pages to say something they could have said in 30. 
I don't need 10 examples on how to wake up early at 7 a.m. and be committed. That is I don't. True. I did read a book that has so many freaking oh examples. God. And they were the most basic Basic. Examples. Basic. I'm like, basic. please. Um, somebody give me the first chapter, the last chapter, and cliff notes. We'll be good. <laughs> exactly. But, but this anyway. novel, yeah, this novel is by the author, Victoria Christopher Murray. And she's actually one of like, I really enjoy her, um, her books. She's one of my favorite writers. And she's doing a Seven Deadly Sins series right now, um, which is actually, I think two of the movies are going to be on Lifetime. Like, kudos to you, girl. Oh, come I think on. Jakes is like producing it. I'm like, come on. Nice. Come I on, love it. Favorite author. So <laughs> anywho, so I just finished the book up um, focused on rap. Mm. And long story short, exactly what you said. There was um, one of the main characters, the guy, he had a very rough upbringing, very, Mm -hmm. very rough. Like his mom and his grandma's, I guess, man, or I don't know if it was husband, man, whatever, had like, those are his parents. So his grandmother's man, I don't know if he raped the mom, they were to get whatever, I don't know what happened, uh, but he's a product of that. Wait, I'm sorry. I did not follow that. So you're saying his mom mm-hmm. is his mom mm-hmm. and his father is also his grandmother's man? Yes. So his grandfather and his father are the same person? Yes. Wow. So right. he is a child out of, of rape, like sexual violence. They didn't specifically say that. I think he mentioned it, that he thinks that that's what happened, but they never really gave the background of how oh. he came to be. Because it's just absolutely there. possible his mom just had the hots for the older man. Okay, got it. Yeah. So, anywho, he ends up li- living with his grandmother who hates him, basically, right? Yeah. So she just tells him that he wouldn't amount to anything, like he's nothing, nobody loves him, all of that. Yeah. That's how he grew up. His mom wasn't there. Fast forward to his adulthood, he is, obviously the book is Wrath, right? So he mm-hmm. is a, f- like, short fuse, okay? Nice. He's been engaged, like, three times, like, Wait. it's just a whole thing, and it just shows, like, there was a point where he finally, like, went to therapy for one time just because he wanted to, like, do a quick fix mm. so he can, like, know certain triggers that he has so he can just go back to his, um, the wife or his wife or whatever to just kind of clear some things up. He was already in therapy saying in the back of his mind, like, I know I'm not coming back. I just needed to know, you know, what I'm working with so I can like figure out how I can make those parts of me appear better for her, Mm -hmm. not really doing the work. Right. So a bandaid, right. A bandaid. He just wanted a bandaid. Yeah. And that is the issue with so many people is that you have your childhood, you know, you had a certain upbringing, even if your childhood wasn't terrible, you know, people still get bullied at school, like little mm-hmm. things like that. That's, you know, mm-hmm. you're holding on to and you're not doing the work. And then you're just bringing that into relationships. Ooh, that is scary. It's scary for the person who's bringing a lot of baggage into the relationship, right? Because I believe everyone deserves love. But at the same time, it's very scary that you're going to come into a relationship in that way because you're going to hurt yourself and that person intentionally and unintentionally. But it's also scary for your partner because if this person actually loves you, they're going to do everything they can to help you to meet needs that they cannot meet. 
Oh my gosh. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like if you have like a big hole that you struggled with for 20, 30 years, I can't come in and like, okay, if I always speak calmly to you, if I can kind of guess how you're going to react and I get in front of that, then we could have like, I can't do that all the time. So now I'm taking on a bigger responsibility. I'm not able to really focus on my stuff because I'm so busy trying to heal your stuff. I'm going to resent you. You're going to resent me because I'm not solving your issues in the way you thought. It's just a big, hot mess. Yeah, it is. I and like you were saying, you said you what? I read the hot mess unfold in that book. <laughs> it but was- you know, also, I say this all the time. Like, I think for a lot of us, we always look for the quick fix without realizing if you've been doing something the same way for 20 years, unless it's some kind of miracle and miracles are still possible, unless it's some kind of miracle, you're not going to wake up one day and all of a sudden just like move on from that, you know, lifestyle or from that reaction that you have every time the situation comes up. I hope that makes sense. So if for 20 years you've had a short fuse, you're easily triggered, it's going to take some time to learn how to deal with it and to unlearn all the bad habits that's become normal to you. Right. It's going to take time and intentionality. You have to actually be intentional about doing the work and trying yeah. to fix that problem and yeah. not continuing to cover, cover it up or just saying that, well, it's just, it's just who I am or kind of making it, making it something small. That's another thing he was doing in the book. He was just kind of like, well, I, I'm stressed out at work. Like, no, you punched the wall. Like, wow. Wow. Like you, yeah, it's a little bit more than that. It's a little deeper. It's a uh-huh. little deeper. Off You've been of something stressed really for small. a while. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe like 30 years. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So we say all of that to say that there's so much that men can benefit from being mentored by other men who have done the work we propose that these motivational speakers these (laughs) relationship gurus hello the the ones who sit in their car all day and talk foolishness hello hello please direct it to the male to our male counterparts yeah yeah um i completely (laughs) agree with that on so many levels and i think a certain relationship guru expert whatever who is in said car and records videos um who is probably in at the moment trying to figure out how the heck he's going to pivot his content i think it would be great if i were a publicist or pr person i would actually recommend you pivot your content towards speaking to other men and sharing how you if you guys were truly able to overcome what happened in your marriage yeah sharing how your experience how that hurts you how that hurts your wife your family and how to avoid certain situations and different things that you can do and put into practice to help other men avoid the fold Mm. that you did or you experienced yeah that was major l kid Wow, that's actually really good because I was going to say, and (laughs) I actually got this idea from speaking about it with one of our mutual friends, and she was basically saying he needs to stop talking about relationships because you clearly don't know what you're doing. For many years, do you know people have followed him for years and had no clue the man was married? Him is Derek Jackson, y'all. Yeah. (laughs) 
You messy. I don't want the people to be confused for those who aren't on the socials. And who shall not be named. Girl, they did not know he was married with children. Yeah. And I'm still very confused about that because if you're talking about healthy relationships and you're giving me advice on what kind of man I should not settle for, wouldn't you flaunt your family all over your social media and be like, hey, because I'm taking my own advice, here's the happy family you can have if you follow my recipe, if you follow my formula? Yeah, I feel like, and I believe he mentioned this, that he was trying to protect them. So, Boy, bye. So what happened? Once you started cheating and getting caught, you decided protection was unnecessary? Yeah, then he was like, oh, crap. No, no, no. Here she is. Hey. <laughs> Just kidding. Surprise. What the heck? Yeah, but we know why he probably didn't want to, you know. Because yeah, no. he wasn't taking his own advice. Yeah. And he was using giving women advice as an opportunity to meet new women. Yeah, because he's now he's portraying himself as a self-proclaimed relationship guru, right? So now it's like, oh my gosh, like you have to be perfect. You have to be the guy that I need because you're saying all of the right things on the internet. Like you have a million plus followers. Like you're doing all of the right things. Like I need to be with someone like you. Meanwhile, wifey's at home, stressed out. Stressed. Stressed, okay. Wow. And I feel like that says a lot about us as women. Especially when we rely on someone we don't know to give advice to us about something as personal as relationships. Why aren't you talking to your father, your brothers, your friends, your guy friends? If you really value male insight, which I totally understand, why would you rely on a stranger? Well, so here are a few things. I think one, someone like certain women or certain people in general just may not have positive figures. So when you see a self-proclaimed relationship person, right? So they kind of have an, a positive appearance, typically. Mm. They don't kind of come all rugged like, oh, you know, it's typically polished, put together, concise, you know, so while you may ask a cousin and the cousin's like, man, I don't know. <laughs> Cook him some beans. And he'll be fine. <laughs> you know, I'm just like, what? <laughs> I want to hear someone beat. break it down by one, two, three. Mm-hmm. You know? So and yeah, I that's true. And then you someone that you know may not, I mean, someone you don't know also don't have any biases in your situation. So that could be another benefit. But I'm yeah. like, dang, we're naive, bruh it's tough it's tough deception has been here since the dawn of time though so you just have to learn how to navigate and see you know take things I don't know like by a grain of salt like it's just it's tough it's tough but I'm not taking let social media advice. for you <laughs> no for real you're right Go you're yell. right hopefully hopefully that wasn't too loud guys sorry <laughs> No, that's true. Do not let social media fool you. And I mean, I wasn't taking their advice before, but now I'm definitely not paying any attention to a man who sits in his car and wants to talk about relationships. 
I'm sorry. I wonder why he chose that as his set. Maybe it's because like he's because he his wife. No, it's because his wife knew if she could hear what he was saying, she would be in the background like, "You lying! You lying! You don't do none of that." It's also easy to have a car. Think about it. It's easy to have a car as your like setup because you just plop your booty down. No seatbelt needed. No, no setup, no lights, nothing. You go nothing. with the natural light that God gives you that day. <laughs> you have your $5 tripod from Amazon hooked up to your car. <laughs> and you staring at the camera until it's time for you to talk. And just talking. I'm not doing it anymore. I saw Kevin Samuels. I didn't watch the video, but he was singing his car talking. Don't want to hear it. <laughs> and I feel like Tony Gaskin may be on the up and up. He's another relate. He's a motivational speaker. But he talks mm. a lot about like relationships and God and stuff. And I'm sure it's good, yeah. but I wasn't paying attention before. And I'm sorry, Derek Jackson has ruined it. I will not pay any attention to anything you have to say, sir. I don't care if you, we all know you're happily married with two kids. If you love the Lord, I don't care. Because I know what men who sit in their cars and talk can do now. A lot of damage. <laughs> a lot of damage. No, seriously, seriously. I've never been interested in any of that type of content either. Yeah. Yeah. Um I've yeah, I've I don't want to say I've never cared, but it's just never not cared. what I consume. I've never cared. Yeah. It's not what I consume. I I rather watch Zara Halls instead. <laughs> Makeup tutorials. That's more beneficial to me. For real. Child. I a thousand percent agree with you. It just, it has never resonated. Um, I wouldn't say it has never resonated because I do like to hear different perspective on relationships, but usually I'm listening to it from like a Christian Two perspectives. Perspective. Yes. The man and the woman together. Yeah. So I'm just too excited. I had to cut you off. No, no, no. That's, that's, that's it. the relationship stuff I will watch. I will yeah. watch a Kev on stage and his wife, Melissa. Thank you. I will watch that, but I know everyone loves them a good belief in fatherhood. Yes. So yes. that makes sense to me because there is a back and forth. There yes. are two different perspectives. There's not just a man telling like a woman how mm -hmm. to feel, what to do. It's mm -hmm. them actually exchanging ideas mm -hmm. between each other and Come sharing on. how they feel. Come on, idea exchange? I told you In my your bag. bag. In your bag. Yeah, it's a Louis for sure. Prada? Thank you. Yeah. I'll yeah. take Louis. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> and I wanted to circle back to the comment you made earlier about how um, Derek Jackson can pivot. I'm not interested in him pivoting. I'm interested in him shutting down his social medias. He won't. And this, this isn't necessarily cancel culture, right? Because there is an opportunity for everyone to bounce back and change and learn from their ways, yada, yada, yada. But sir, there's a lot from what we have seen. And I understand not everything that bloggers post, not everything we see on the internet or social media is real. Exhibit A, all the foolishness you've been talking and how you've been cheating for the past years. But I really would like for him to just shut down his account, focus on his family, and don't worry about pivoting. Girl, Dana, let's He's not forget. third person. Something is wrong. Dana, there are bills to be paid. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> One cheating scandal or four, don't stop. No, no kind of show. Hello. These books that we pre-ordered gotta sell. So I'm a you pre-ordered one of his books? 
No, no, I'm saying like his wife, like that's probably what his wife is thinking. Oh. Because I just went on, I just went on Instagram to check and he's still there. He did take down the video with the wife and the video of him reacting of the video of him and the wife. He took them down. Weird. Weird. Uh, so, and his page is still there. So he'll be back in due time. They're probably working it out right now. Like, how can they make this work? Like, wow. what are they going to do? They're seeking the Lord right now. It's a lot of them on their face right now, I'm sure. Or if not him, the wife. That's a lot, bro. Yeah, because I did see a video from, I think, maybe a year ago where he was saying, like, he believed in something, but just not Christianity. And then a few months later, he came out as, like, a Christian so, I mean, it, I don't have a heaven or hell to put anybody in. So this is not even my place to question it. But it's like, wow, did you really, like, begin to know God for yourself? Or was this just a scheme to get more, to get a bigger audience? Okay. Okay. So, I was with my trainer, right? Mm-hmm. And I know you love your trainer. Y'all be talking? <laughs> That's my girl. Mm-hmm. so I was with my trainer and I, I, I think I told you this already I was with my trainer I did I did because we talked about it briefly mm-hmm. and yeah guys so she put me on to someone who um does like gossip stuff or yeah. um exposing stuff on YouTube I don't consume that type of content either yeah, but someone so else negative. had put her on yeah mm-hmm. yeah it's a lot a lot of energy mm-hmm. so someone else had put her on because she's not into that stuff either and basically one of the mistresses had a tell-all with said gossip blogger and said that he wasn't really on the god tip when they were together now this is allegedly uh, yeah okay? allegedly yeah. This, we're not here to slander or to say this happened or that happened obviously mm-hmm. because me and dana were not there nope. okay <laughs> we were nope. not there but she said he wasn't really into he wasn't really saying any of that you know you know, stuff. He wasn't really professing his love for the Lord. Maybe it's because if he, it would have been even more hypocritical because he's professing his love of the Lord to his mistress. (laughs) I didn't mean to laugh. Man, what a twisted world we live in. (laughs) I'm like, do you share the gospel while you're sinning with your mistress? I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't like, that's, that's deep. Yeah. It's, I don't even know what to say to that. Like, yeah, we'll just leave it there. Yeah, we'll leave it yeah. there. Um, I do think he needs to pivot into therapy. It seems that he and his wife have a lot going on in yeah. their relationship, mentally, emotionally. And again, I don't know them personally, but yeah. someone did suggest that he pivot into fitness and nutrition because that man is buff as can be. Did you know he's only 5'6"? He's only I was so shocked. Oh, man. He is 5'6". Mm-hmm buff as can be and always sitting in his car so maybe he can just turn around and talk about health and fitness workout plans like that could be another pivot option for him right i don't know how many relationship books he can sell with that but maybe he can get some clients that'll have to all be male ah no i feel like he's in his bag in the women's industry so he'd probably try to train women which doesn't why Dana, he just was in a whole cheating scandal. You think I'm going to let you go sit up there with some women, go make them squat in front of you to show you to squat? Absolutely not. Only men. <laughs> no. Mm-mm. No, sir. Mm-mm. I don't know how much say his wife has in that. 
but I guess that's how marriage what? works. Hold on, what? <laughs> Ooh, roll the tape back. Because <laughs> I'm saying, like, from their dynamic, it doesn't seem like she has that much say over his decisions. It doesn't seem like the kind of relationship where it's like, hey, what do you think? It's more so like, I'm the man, this is what I'm doing. I could be completely wrong. And also, I realize I'm single because I'm like, I mean, can he really have a say? Can she really have a say over what he wants to do? But I guess when you're married, that's how it works. Absolutely. Yeah. A typical marriages, I would say. I'm not sure what they're doing, but typically... <laughs> before you make a large, a large, before you make a big decision, mm -hmm. or if you feel like you want to pivot into something, you would kind of consult with your spouse mm -hmm. and Come just kind of share, con, you know, share, like go back and forth, figure out a plan together. If you want to, if you actually work with your spouse, right, mm -hmm. you work together mm -hmm. in your marriage, then that's what you would do. Not just like make a big decision and be like, oh, by the way, I did this. It's like, oh, okay. So you think he and his wife right now are discussing how they're going to pivot? Absolutely. Really? If I was his wife, yeah. I'm like, I don't care what you do. No, but she does. Mm. She does. Because it's a lot that's like, I mean. At stake. Yeah, I don't know if she has, I'm not sure how much income or whatever, how that's working out. Mm -hmm. I don't know how much. I don't know how, did he have campaigns? I don't know. I don't know how he making his money besides his books. Campaigns? What do you mean? Like brand campaigns and stuff. Oh, why was I thinking political campaigns? I was like, when he was in office too? Oh, messy. <laughs> that would have been too much. Real messy. <laughs> if his income relies, or their income, excuse me, relies heavily on Instagram, they're figuring out how they can pivot this together. Yeah. Because wow. like I said, these bills got to be paid. Wow. Well... Ready to dive into Revelations? Yes, ma'am. I don't... What's your revelation? I would say my revelation would be to live your life and not focus so much on what everyone else has to say on yeah. social media. Yeah. I think we, there are a lot of people who are giving really good advice and giving really good insight. And you can kind of tell by the way that they're living as well. Yeah. So, but at the same time too, you have to remember that this is social media, right? So while the both of us, me and Dana, we're giving authentic, real advice, you still have to take it and practice it uh, however it best suits you. So yep. I wouldn't say just sit down and consume all of Rants and Revelations and then put every single thing into practice <laughs> right now today and you're going to change by tomorrow. No, like yeah. it's all about just flowing and moving and taking things that apply to you and maybe taking something that doesn't apply to you, maybe putting that to the side and just not allowing what you see on social media all the time to be at the forefront. So true. So true. I would like to add to that revelation is enjoy social media, but know its place. Yeah. In your life. life. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, you could go on there and like the cute pictures, share the cute content, but don't rely heavily on someone who knows nothing about you to help you make big life decisions. Agreed. Agreed. And another revelation is what you said earlier is that 
more men should be focused on speaking to other men. Yes. You may not get the million followers in a day, but just think about all of the um, good insight that you can provide to other men, even if they may be watching your uh, video in the bathroom in the dark. You know, <laughs> in the bathroom in the dark. That's true. Like, if you're really giving good advice to men who needs it, and again, not for them to just take it and act on it, but take it, reflect, you know, take what applies and throw out what doesn't, right? You are impacting families. You are changing lives. You're not just, you know, touching the lives of the men who are listening and taking your advice. You're impacting families and generations. So it's a big man. So it's a big task, but someone has to do it. Someone has to do it, you know, and it sucks because as people, we're going to fall. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So we have to eventually extend grace to people. But at the same time, like, we have to also focus on doing the work within ourselves. Yeah. Because with yeah. Derek Jackson in particular, like, yes, you know, he, he's a man. He's human. Mm-hmm. You know? So, yes, that happened to him. Yes, he was still making those videos, child. Yes, he was allegedly in front of one of his mistress's houses when he was recording some of the videos he was telling y'all about, child. But his wife extended the grace to him. She and did. There's, there's nothing that we can do besides hope that he is, like you said, seeking the therapy and figuring out you know, how he can avoid making the same mistake. Yeah. Yeah. Plural. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Mistakes. You're right. Yeah. I hope I just, I'm gonna pray for her. Cause that's a lot. I'm proud of her for making a decision that a lot of people are judging, but she feels it's right for her family. So yeah. All the power to her. Yeah, for sure. So Alrighty, guys, that was our take on men giving advice to women and profiting off of it. There is a lot that can be said, but we'll stop here. We want to tell you thank you so much for tuning in on this episode of Rants and Revelations. Please follow us on Instagram at rantsandrevelations.tv and tap into the conversation. What are your thoughts around this topic? And we'll catch you on another episode. Bye. Bye.